listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Last week of the season is upon us here as the Chiefs head to Denver. Man, the season always goes so fast. Uh, 18 weeks, counting the bye, and, you know, we're, we're always, it feels like the season just begins, and then you, you hit the skip 10 on the sorry board, and then all of a sudden you're you're in the backcourt of the year. But here we are, week 18. After the trade deadline, it's it's flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- I will say those first few weeks feel like they happen quickly in an, their own kind of bubble, and then yeah, like after after the trade deadline, also just zooms by on it on itself. Because you're in like week four, and if if you're having adversity like we did this year, this year we're like, man, we're so far away from like week eighteen. It's ridiculous. Right. Like, how are we ever gonna get there? <laughs> and then the NFL flips on its head, and you're at week eighteen, and you have no idea what's going on. And that's true. That's true in so many ways for so many people, um, namely Antonio Brown. But we're not really going to talk about that too much. But that is no one knows what's happening with Antonio Brown. He's um, done like four podcasts since the game. Really? He did one yeah, with Nelk. That's not surprising at all. He did one with the Nelk boys. Uh, he somehow ended up at the Nets game. I did see that. I, I don't know how he got in. Everybody's still perplexed about that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe he faked another Vax card. One of the one of the things is is that uh, we won't go over it a whole lot, but one of the things that has been brought up is the hesitancy for the Tampa Bay Bucks to cut him is potentially, and and they weren't sure if they were actually going to fully cut him, and they, and they did. If he signs with another team before the Super Bowl, he will have to show his vaccination card to that team. The teams do their individual vaccination checks. It's not the league that does it. So if he goes to another team, there could potentially be a full-on investigation on that. And if it does turn out that the vaccination card was fake and he was not vaccinated, uh, not only will Antonio Brown be in a lot of trouble, but the Tampa Bay Bucks will be in massive trouble on their own. Uh, not only in fine, I think it was a $500,000 fine, which is nothing for the NFL organizations, but potential picks being lost. Yeah, that's a little more important than 500k. I'd be fine with that. that. Screw the Bucks. (laughs) Also, yeah, also that. Uh, But we are in the last week. We were hoping that this week might be a a, a Chiefs sit their starters week, even after the beginning of the season. Uh, Definitely going into the year, but but not so much. Uh, Lady Luck does not shine upon the Chiefs in that way this season. And they will have to play the Denver Broncos in Mile High Stadium or whatever weird company name that it has now before Mile High. What is it? Is it? I, it's Empower. 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 It's, yes. it's Mile High. I think it's Mile High Stadium with Empower Field. Some, yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. Might be the other way around. But either way, yes, it is that. And it's dumb. It's just like whatever the Chiefs is. But it's Arrowhead. We, no one cares. We do well, have a couple different situations going into week 18. We've got three teams who can make the number one seed. Yes. Obviously, if the Titans win out, then they take the number one seed. Which is and, likely they're playing the Texans, but you never know. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. They There are three teams um, this week, including the Chiefs, that have a double-digit spread. Um, and the double-digit spread going into the final week of the playoffs, I believe it's the last 10, 15 years. Um, the teams that 
have a double digit lead or double digit spread per the sports books uh, typically actually lose mm. um, per, per statistics. They have a, I think it's a 75% or somewhere around in there. Time to take the Texans on the money line. Time, time to take the Texans and the Jaguars because mm. the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. That is genuinely crazy considering so how bad Jacksonville <laughs> has been in most of those years. Exactly. Yeah. So there's there's three three teams that are up right now for the number one seed. That's obviously the Titans that we covered, the Chiefs clearly, and then the Patriots as well. The Patriots would need the Chiefs and the Titans to both lose to get it. The Chiefs need the Titans to lose to get it. Uh, and the Titans have to win out to get it. Then you have the situation where if the Colts do lose, uh, they haven't won, as I just said, in Jacksonville since 2014. Uh, if they lose, then the Chargers, if they win, obviously uh, they'll take the six seed. The Colts will take the seven. Um, if the Chargers and the Raiders tie, uh, which they would be smart to do so because they're the last game of the night, uh, they would go by then. Uh, both the Chargers and the Raiders would get in, and the AFC West would have three teams in the playoffs. Which would be fun. But as I've said, they are going to play. (laughs) I said on the last show, and I said on Twitter, uh, the Chiefs or the Chargers and the Raiders don't like each other, and therefore I think they're going to want to (laughs) destroy one another. Um, Yeah. It'd be funny if it just tied anyway, in like a 34 to 34. (laughs) Regardless. just craziness is going on for three if and a half it hours. goes to overtime i think the team's just kind of like say yeah you know what whatever we're gonna tie this thing i still don't think what's true what's ridiculous is there's still five teams in the afc west that have not or in the afc that have not clinched a playoff berth and are still available to get in i could also wholeheartedly see it get to overtime and that be the feeling and then one of the running backs just gets loose and it's like, yeah, screw this. <laughs> yeah. Could see yeah. That. Austin Eckler just that. breaks through the first line and He's takes like, you it know what? To the house. Fuck them guys. Now, now what, what happens? Because if the Colts win, does it matter if the Chargers win or lose? Yeah. So that w- if the Colts win, that has a lot to do with the Steelers' uh, chances to get it. So if the Colts win – then the Raiders-Chargers game pretty much would be the same stakes. But then it would depend on – so if the winner or the whoever wins the that game basically knocks out the loser and the Steelers if the Steelers beat the Ravens. Right. Goodness gracious. So, so the Chargers would still have to win that game if the Colts win or lose, basically. So if Baltimore wins against the Steelers – so the only way Baltimore can get in is with an Indy loss – Chargers loss. Well, no, because the Chargers and the Raiders both have. Oh no, they need a Raiders loss. They can't. They can't get ahead of the Raiders either way, though. They lost to them, and they're a game behind them currently. Um, Right. So if the the Raiders, the Ravens get in if the Colts and the Chargers lose. Yeah. And they have to win. Okay, that's right. That's right. That okay. I was wondering where that came in. The Colts have to lose, and the and the. Chargers have to lose. Yeah. Unlikely, but not impossible. Not impossible. We've seen crazier things happen. Definitely have seen crazier things happen. Um, well, let's talk Chiefs here. The Chiefs are still chasing the one seed, though, as we have already discussed a little bit. Uh, the Titans are playing the Texans. Also, crazier things have definitely happened. We've seen the Texans win a, many unlikely, or a couple unlikely games this season. 
Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so I'm on I'm on Landon's second favorite website or whatever he calls the playoff predictors. And yeah, NFL playoff predictor. So yes. If the if the Jaguars lose, or Jaguars win and the Raiders win, the Ravens still need the Dolphins to lose. Oh really? Yes. Oh, Dolphins are wow. out though. I think the they, Dolphins are mathematically out via NFL. They are, but they play the Patriots. But if Wait, I, I, I don't know why, but if the Dolphins win that game, the Colts get the seventh seed, and I don't know why. Uh, it must be some strength of schedule or um, like strength it, it of would victory kind of game. That's crazy. I can't believe that. It's really weird that Miami could have just if they win – they're going to be they're going to have a winning record and be out there is potentially two three three teams will potentially be able to have a winning record and not make the playoffs we're going to have one guaranteed with the loser of of raiders chargers the loser that's nine and eight for sure um and then yeah it depends the tight the dolphins would have to win to get it um the steelers could get it I'm gonna have to look into why if the Dolphins win, the Ravens don't get in. It has to be a like strength of schedule. some strength of victory, strength of schedule, uh, tiebreaker. Yeah, because I think because the Dolphins, yeah, because they fall under the Dolphins if everybody's nine and eight. Mm-hmm. But they... and then and then the Colts get in. That's so weird. Man, well, playoffs, they lost to the they lost so to the weird. Raiders. They lost to the Colts. Um, they also lost to the Jaguars and the Falcons. Um, then they lost to. Oh no, that's yeah. Man, so they, if, I mean, that's that's they, their strength of schedule right there. Is that they lost to two teams that are on the just barely on the outside. So here yeah. I have the Chiefs, Bengals, Jags. Ravens, Titans, Bang or Bills, Dolphins, and Raiders winning. And if that happens, the Raiders are the five seed. Wow. Good lord. <laughs> That's crazy. This, this is the wildest that that I believe in our lifetime that the playoffs have actually been. Mm-hmm. Certainly the seeding for sure. Like it's crazy. The Chiefs could finish anywhere in the top four, and, and depending if it's on a- what happens. Also, if it's the same picks and the and the Chargers win, we play the Raiders. <laughs> and and take a look at the flip side. You go down to the to the NFC, and you only have one spot available going into the mm-hmm. final week of yep. the season. And it's and weird. It's weird how that last spot works too. There's some. There's a couple of weird scenarios there with the yeah. Saints Falcons. Uh, game the Niners and I mean the 49ers hold the Eagles. hold the, the their fate in their own hands and right. they've they got win, a tough game. it doesn't matter they they've do. got a tough game uh, now, a really tough game I don't think that the Rams I mean heck if the Rams beat them they could take the number one seed as long as the Packers mm-hmm. lose Rams have a lot to play for so they have mm-hmm. a lot to play for I mean this is just this is a mess going but into also do we have any faith that the Saints can actually beat the Falcons also do we have any faith that the Falcons are actually going to show up <laughs> No, they're both awful. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both teams where it's like <laughs> if the good version shows up, they're probably going to win, but the bad version is probably going to show up, uh, and that means they're almost certainly going to lose. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. The NFC and also the NFC, which we talked about, I think last week or I know we texted about a little bit, where uh, the Niners are the sixth seed, but the Eagles have clinched 
and they're the seven seed, but the Niners are the one that could fall out, mm-hmm. not the Eagles, despite they would be high, seated higher than the Eagles if all things stay the same. Yeah. Um, which is now the no Eagles hope. have clinched and they and the Eagles lost the Niners as it's well. A whole weird thing, which is why they're below them currently. Um, right, but with the weird tiebreakers, the Saints could catch the Niners, but they can't catch the Eagles. Yeah, it's 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 very strange. It is a mess. This is a mess. This is very I think fun. In, the, in our lifetime, this is the wildest that the playoffs have. This is, have this come is what down the to. NFL planned for when they added a seventh playoff. Uh, a seven, yeah, and the eighteenth week. This is this is what they wanted, and they got it. And I'm not mad at it. Not no, at all. Not, it's smart. All. Good for them. Not mad at they it. Finally at all. figured one thing out. Now they need to figure out the rest. I was of I was mad about the extra game, but I I don't care that much. Like this no. is really fun. Yeah, no, it, that, and this is what I was hoping for with the extra game was it's gonna get crazier. Um, I was more so just mad about. Spot. I was just more so mad about the records. Yeah, right. Like, and Cooper Cup is right there. If Cooper yep, Cup goes Cooper off Cup's... or even has a mediocre game, I think mm-hmm. he, I think he breaks the records, even if he has a mediocre game. Mm-hmm. And this is also the conversation we're gonna have to start having now that there's an extra game again. Uh, for the first time in a very long time. We're going to be talking like who broke it in 16. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's like we'll have to have have the the denominating factor of, well, that guy did it in, uh, that guy did it in, you know, 12. This guy did it in 14. This guy did it in 16. Of course, we've got a lot of records that have happened in like 14 game seasons too, uh, way back then. So, right, right. Things change, you adapt, and hey, if they break a record, they break a record. You kind of got to get over that. No, I, I, am, I don't disagree, especially when it's only one game. Like you're still going to have to have a ridiculous season. I am also somewhat excited. Extra game. I am also somewhat excited now to see the record books rewritten, which is going to yeah, happen. They have a much better chance to do that. And I mean, even when you look back at stuff, just take a look at some of the records that are on the board. Most of those guys didn't actually play a full season. Most of them missed, you know, half a game or one full game here and there. Um, where most of them really didn't outside of the quarterback position really didn't play like a full, yeah. really didn't play a full six. It's hard to play a full season so, when you're getting that much production. I mean, didn't, didn't Pat nearly break a record last year and he was out for what? Three, three games. So, uh, you know, who knows? It's a little yeah. wild. No, it is. It is. Um, Speaking of, let's talk about the uh, the Chiefs. That uh, playoffs are going to be. It, it's going to be a very fun thing to watch. Um, the Chiefs playing the Broncos this week. Um, it's an interesting game. The Chiefs coming off uh, one of the more frustrating losses of the season, and not, in my opinion, one of the more frustrating losses of the last couple seasons. They are going to play a Broncos team that they should be better than. I think they are better than. I think they should win this game. What do you guys think the vibe and energy around both these teams is going to be uh, in Mile High come Saturday? Come t- later today, tonight, tomorrow, whatever this releases. Well, with, probably within 24 hours of kickoff, easily within 24 hours of kickoff. We're already within 24 hours of kickoff. That's right. It'll be out later on tonight, uh, Friday. So, um, man, I like the Chiefs are going to come in with a lot of momentum. We lost the game, but that never really has kept this Chiefs team down. We've seen them come back from a lot worse. Um, I don't think the Broncos have it in them leadership-wise on the field or in their coaching staff or in their ownership. They're so dysfunctional at every aspect of that organization. I don't feel 
seeing that the way that they've played through the season, they just don't have the zeal or the leadership to be able to go into a meaningless game uh, and win it. And to be honest, they really have no reason to win this game. If they lose the game, they have better standings going into the draft to get a better pick. Um, it just really wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for them to, to do anything. And, and it really helps out some of their other organizational organizational standpoints to lose this game that allows more draft capital and cap space going into trying to find a new owner. They're, they're going to get rid of Vic Fangio and they're probably going to get rid of their GM and clean house and get new guys in. And so if they do that, you've got better chances at getting a better head coach, whoever that may be. If you have better picks. Yep. Yeah. No, I think that's true. I think that's all, that's all good. Yeah. I totally agree uh, with Tyler. Although I do not think it's going to matter um whether there's uh draft imp- implications in this game or not it's a divisional game and the players are the ones playing the game i think it's gonna they're gonna play as hard as they want um but i do think that the chiefs are gonna bounce back uh strong and let's not forget who's on ir for the broncos teddy bridgewater's on ir dalton reisner kj hamler they got um pat sertan the second on on ir ronald darby uh, Kareem Jackson, Alexander Johnson, like they, they got a lot of guys out. They got a whole bunch of questionables on there. That's three on, of their best on, corners. They got a whole bunch of questionables on their, on their list. Uh, their kicker and their punter are questionable. Shelby Harris is questionable. Like they, they got, they got a whole lot of guys just they're beat up, super beat up. And it's the end of the season. It's, I, I don't think that the Broncos really stand a chance in this game. Um, and I don't, I don't even think it's entirely their fault. I, I want to ask this question because this, it, it has to be asked going into what would be a, a, next year's his contract year, Drew Locke. He's going to start the game. As you mentioned, Caleb, Teddy Bridgewater is in, uh, he's in IR. So coming in, playing, I don't know, two games he's played or he's played a total of five games really accounted for two drew lock is zero and two this year at he's i don't think he's playing that poorly um no, he does have two so. touchdowns two interceptions 63 percent uh completion rate 625 yards do you believe that this is a make it or break it game for drew lock going in for next season i think this is definitely a huge uh game for drew lock um, especially if they're bringing in new guys, they're going to look back at the last game he played and this will be it. Um, and they're not going to have a whole lot else to go off of uh, this season because they they went with Teddy Bridgewater all season, which I don't think was the right decision. Um, I think they should have let Drew Locke go and, and, and try and develop at least. I mean, he's only in his third year. Uh, they should have let him develop instead of going with a guy where – you kind of knew where they were going to end up at the end of the season. I think we had them at like seven and 10 ending the season or six and six and 11. Like, yeah, I think we all agree that they would be kind of in the six to eight wins. at most. Everybody kind of knew where the Broncos were going to be with Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Locke, he might've went five and 12, but Drew Locke could have also went easily 10 and seven. It, It just really depends on, on the development. I like, they could have snuck out a seventh uh, seed playoff game with Drew Locke. It, See, you never really I, know. I think them starting Teddy Bridgewater is exactly what they think of Drew Locke at this point. They know that their roster 
is at least a roster you can win games with. I just don't understand it. It's a solid roster. Yeah, and I don't necessarily disagree because I usually do side on the the side of start your young quarterback, develop him uh, sooner rather than later, you know, get him reps now, see what he is, and and let him kind of work through his rough patches uh, so he can be great later. But I don't think Drew Locke is that good. I, I thought he had a chance. But I think they 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 genuinely felt they had a better chance to win games with this roster. And I don't think they wanted to waste a season, and I think that might have been what you did with Drew Locke, because I think you might have ended up wasting a season with they, this roster. And I think with Teddy Bridgewater, they at least gave themselves a high floor to try to win some games, and they got close. They got all the way to last week, still in playoff contention, um, and, and until they it, t- finally took their their ending loss, but it just doesn't make sense from off season to now why that was the decision though. If if you're if you're gonna go with Drew Locke, yeah, you take Patrick Sertan at nine. But if you're not going with Drew Locke and you're gonna be like, okay, let's have a mediocre season, let's finish eight wins at best, maybe nine with Teddy Bridgewater going into the season, then you take Mac Jones. I, I don't understand. You you have to invest in a quarterback. You have to invest in some quarterback. You can't just and they stand passed up there on and Justin stand Fields still. as well. Oh yeah, I forgot Justin Fields is on the freaking list. Like they they you passed gotta, up on a couple of quarterbacks going into this offseason with you take, no quarterbacks joining in the league this year. Yeah, I mean, if I if I was sitting there and Justin Fields and Mac Jones were on the list, I probably would have taken Justin Fields. I forgot he was on the board, but. You you, you got to invest in somebody because you're not investing in Teddy Bridgewater. He's not the future. They knew that. Is this, you got to invest in somebody. Is this indicative on Vic Fangio as a leader of a team? So when this we is, look at if we look at the statistics right here, I I don't I, I agree with Caleb. I don't think Drew Locke has gotten the fair shake of everything. He's got they've got an awful offensive line. It's not mid tier. It's not top tier. It's low tier. It's a low tier offensive line. They did have some running backs, and they obviously have a, what I would call is a very good wide receiver core. They have a great he's wide played, receiver core. He's played 20 total games. He played if five Tim games Patrick in his was our team. third receiver, we would probably have not lost more than two games this year. If he was our second receiver, he's he's a I love Tim Patrick. I think he's a very good receiver. Drew Locke has played 20 games in three seasons. He's going to play his 21st tomorrow or at least make starts in 20. So he'll play 24 total games as of uh, tomorrow when the game kicks off. He went four and one his rookie season. He went four and nine, didn't even play a full season in in his second year. And he's only going to be playing in three games total or starting in three games total for this season. So in 21 games, he's eight and 12. I think the last year and the season before that are – not that great of indicators because of the team that was around him. He obviously had Cortland Sutton out last year, was missing some big pieces. Uh, going into this year, they had the, the the full arsenal around him. I think this is a massive, massive failure on Vic Fangio as a leader of a team, and I don't believe that he should be a head coach going further anywhere else. I agree. Um, and I think there's just some giant – just self-awareness issues in in Denver. I feel like they came into the season looking at their defense like, let's just go with the game manager, see what the defense can bring us to. And yes. they just they just they whiffed on an opportunity to maybe develop a quarterback or find out at least that he's not the guy. Like, yeah, now, now you're gonna now have you, to go now into you're a... still going into the offseason. Like, what's Drew Locke? Are now we are we drafting go... a quarterback? Are we not? <laughs> 
Like, right. I mean, now now you're going to have to go into the off season and and say, you know, we wasted a year on a quarterback, so next year is a contract year. What are we looking at? Also, there were so many quarterback openings this year. They should have shopped him if they knew that they were going to do this to him. Like, and they also did this anything. in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Yeah, which they knew they had 100% an going into the year. And Derek Carr, an you knew you were going with the third best quarterback. They had an opportunity to go Fourth. and trade for Russell Wilson and for Aaron Rodgers. Um, now I, I'm guessing they're hoping to trade for Russell they, they, in the offseason or get Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. But man, like their their they pickings also, are looking really slim in, in the quarterback department moving forward. They, they also had the chance to go trade for Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun, Deshaun hasn't been on, on the list all year. He just wasn't played by his team. A total blunder by management and by head coaches there. Um, I, they, don't, I don't think this game is going to be. Miami was shopping uh, Tua. Tua's looked Tua would not year. be that much better, though. I, I don't Lock, think so. Than Drew Locke, I think he would be. Than Drew Locke, yes. Not that much better than Tua. Or not that much better than Teddy, I mean. I but at least you can invest in somebody. To. I'll be honest. Yeah. I think they make the playoffs if they have to. The point is to invest in Maybe. somebody. They've invested in nothing for their future. No, that's the that is true, and that is the thing. Taking a corner is bad. Taking a corner at nine, even a good corner at nine, when you have obvious quarterback needs, is bad. And two um, quarterbacks that ha- were looked at as maybe franchise guys, right? Which this upcoming draft, you never know. You and can the two guys, guys, but no one has any. No one's going into this draft thinking these guys are going to be long-term franchise solutions. And the two guys, someone will were, pick them as such. I guarantee you, one of Matt Corral or Sam Howell is going in the top fifteen. Yeah. They shouldn't, but they will. They the two will. guys that were there when they drafted, I think, outside of Trevor Lawrence, had the best potential. Still, I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. Dire. I think Justin Fields a thousand percent has yeah. has. As high, I think he's the second best quarterback in the class. 100%. And they just they took a corner instead. What are you going to do? Um, let's pick this game real quick, then we'll get on to game picks. Uh, I have another podcast I have to record tonight, too, so I'm uh, making for some quick time. Um, let's do it. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this game, and I'm going to say 38. Uh, I won't say 38. I'll say 33 to uh, 17, I think, a, a – couple score win to end the season uh, maybe a game that's a little bit close at first the Chiefs pull away and keep the Broncos at arm's length from then on and I think I'll tell you uh, what seed I think the Chiefs are getting but I don't think it's the one seed after that yeah I think that the Chiefs are getting the two seed and they're going to win this game 28 to 6 also think defense, the Chiefs are going to take the defense Go is going to defense is going to shine in this game yeah, I think so. Uh, I think we'll also get the second seed, but I think it's going to be an absolute blowout and we pull starters before the fourth. I'm calling yep. it 42 to 14. I agree. I think we're pulling starters for the fourth, but I still think it's 28 to six. I think we pull starters by the end of the game. Solid. Hopefully that's the case. We'll move on. That is our first game of the week. That is on Saturday at 3.30 Central Time. We'll move into our next game which is also on Saturday. It's the night game at 7.15. We've got the Cowboys who can rest their starters because there's no need for them to play. Uh, but they're going into Philly, taking on the Eagles, who also don't have a reason to play their starters. Dallas is a four-point favorite. 
Uh, yeah, interesting one here. I'm going to take Dallas as they are still trying to jockey for position. Um, I think this one's going to be closer than the one in AT&T Stadium, but give me the Cowboys. Yeah, I'll take Dallas in this one. Uh, just a better team, and I think they're going to go strong into the playoffs. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Eagles here. I don't think the Cowboys really have a reason to play for on Saturday. They're not going to get the first. They don't really have an option to get the second. They'll be playing for third and fourth. Going into Sunday, starting in the noon hour, we've got big implications in this game. The Pittsburgh Steelers are heading into Baltimore, taking on the Ravens. Baltimore is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Tough one to pick here. I am going to take the Ravens, and they're going to hand Big Ben an L in his last career game. I'm going to take the Steelers for Big Ben to get a W in his last game. Uh, I will take the Ravens. They still have playoff implications here. The Steelers are bad, and I want Big Ben to leave with a bad taste in his mouth. Uh, Next in the noon hour, we've got Joey B and the Cincinnati Bengals, who have that division wrapped up, heading into Cleveland, taking on the eliminated Browns. Baker is out, I believe, and Cleveland is a six-point favorite. Uh, Cincinnati by a lot. Yeah, Cincinnati by a lot as well. I'm also going to take Cincinnati here. I don't believe the resting starters. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Green Bay Packers uh, heading into Detroit, taking on the two and 13 lowly Lions. Green Bay's a three, only a three and a half point favorite here. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, I think Green Bay wins, but I think it's weirdly kind of close. Yeah, I think Green Bay wins as well. They're trying to hold on to that number one seed. They hold their own fate in their hands. So give me the Packers to, to, take the nfc by storm next up we've got the titans heading into houston taking on the texans tennessee's a 10 and a half point favorite tennessee wins and locks up the one seed yep tennessee is locking up the one seed for me as well yep go on ahead with the titans and then we'll go into another implication game colts are heading into jacksonville taking on the jags but they are a 15 point favorite here that's too much. That's that. Don't bet that line. Colts win. I think they break their losing streak, but uh, not by 15. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts in this one. I think they definitely are going to win this one, but it's going to be by less than 15. Yeah, take the line on the Jags, but the Colts are going to walk away with a win. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Bears heading into Minnesota, taking on the Vikings. Minnesota's a five-and-a-half point favorite. Nobody cares. Vikings. Vikings. I'm going to take the Bears to get on a solid note to end the season. And next up, we'll go with a team that's going to change their name soon. It's the football team heading into MetLife, taking on the Giants, and Washington is a seven-point favorite. Give me the Washington Red Hogs to win. I hope it's not the Red Hogs. Give Just use me Red Wolves anyway. the Washington Red Tails. I also believe it's going to be the Red Tails. I'll take them for the win also. I wouldn't hate that at all. Uh, I'd be better than the Red Hogs. <laughs> Another game with implications. We've got the New Orleans Saints heading into Atlanta, taking on the Falcons. New Orleans is a three and a half point favorite. Give me the Saints uh, by a field goal. I will also take the Saints to win this one and keep their playoff hopes alive, barring some other games, uh, notably the 49ers game. Give me Matty Ice to win this one and try and get out of Atlanta for his final game there. Uh, next up in the 325 hour, we've got the Jets heading into Buffalo, taking on the Bills, and Buffalo is a 16 and a half point favorite. Uh, Buffalo, but by less than that. Yep, Buffalo as well. And if you are a betting man, take the line on that one because holy cow. 
I'm going to take the Bills on the over here. I think they demolish the absolutely awful Jets. Next up in the 325 hour, the Patriots are heading into Miami, taking on the Dolphins, but they are a favorite by six and a half. I am going to take the Patriots. Yep. Give me the Patriots to win this one. Pats as well for me. Next up, we've got the Panthers heading into Tampa, taking on the Bucks. Bucks are an eight point favorite. Bucks uh, by a few scores. Give me the Panthers after this crazy ass week they've had and uh, also losing another wide receiver. I'm going to take the Panthers as well. Bucks are looking absolutely demolished. Uh, next up, we've got the Seahawks heading into Arizona, taking on the Cardinals. Cardinals are a six point favorite. Cardinals close. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. I don't think the Seahawks really stand a chance in this one. Cardinals will wrap that up as well. And the last game with impl or the second to last game with implications here, the 49ers heading into LA taking on the Rams. Rams are a four and a half point favorite. Right, let's go quick before the Zoom call ends. I think the uh, Rams uh, hurt the Saints one more time uh, and and get the win. Yeah, give me the 49ers in this one to win it. I'm also going to take the Niners and they'll get into the playoffs with that. Oh, wait, no, that in our that's, final. What, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Niners, Niners and the, and the Rams. That's how the Rams are in the Saints. That's what so I meant. So much anyway, for being yeah. landed. <laughs> Last game of the season. Uh, Chargers are heading into Vegas, taking on the Raiders. Chargers are th- three point favorite. Chargers get into the playoffs. Raiders to keep their playoffs alive. I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Chargers will charger. I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Darlin. You can find me on Twitter at cdarlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can find me at underscore Swabage underscore. Find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Listen to the show uh, all next week for playoffs. All right, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.